Good evening and welcome to another episode of It Only Takes a Spark. I'm so happy that you've joined me this evening because we get to hear from Luke in the Gospel, chapter 12, verses 54 to 59. Jesus said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say immediately that it's going to rain, and so it does. And when you notice that the wind is blowing from the south, you say it is going to be hot, and so it is. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you know how to interpret Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? If you're going going with your opponent before the magistrate, make an effort to settle the matter on your way. Otherwise, the opponent will turn over to the judge and the judge will hand you over to the constable and the constable will throw you into prison. I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. When I thought about this particular reading, um, you know, I asked myself, yeah, what was he saying? You know, why is it that we know what it is that we need to do and we just we don't do it anyway. I think part of it has to do with being stubborn. Um, Part of it for me could be that, you know, you want to control certain situations. You want things to be a certain way. You want to have this input. You want to be the director. You want to be the actor on the stage. You want to be behind the scenes and you want to be directing everything. Um, You want things to fit. Sometimes we see the writing on the wall, and yet we still are going. We're still pursuing. We see the sign that says, danger, do not enter. And yet we're going to go just a little bit beyond, just a teeny bit. Uh, we, we know that uh, when we look at our bodies, you know, that they say that we're supposed to reduce salt intake and eat all of these things so that we're supposed to help us to be healthy? Do we do it anywhere, uh, all the time? No. Because what? We love the taste of salt, the crunch when it's on chips, you know? We like sweets, even though it's not good for us, all right? So I think, so we have, you know, a lot of the things that, that are sinful, They feel good. They're easy. They don't require much effort. And uh, we feel that we can just um, kind of brush them under the rug. And so sometimes there are some things that are not good for us. And we try to make them good for us. Or we try to convince everybody else that they're good for us. Or we, we try to convince ourselves that they're good for us. And we know it's not good. Maybe having a relationship, and we know it's a, a very destructive relationship, 
and yet we're trying to make that relationship work anyway. Um, we all should, always should try to make things work if both parties are willing to get help. But sometimes it, it is um, it is better to walk away, right? Sometimes, uh, you know, I'm thinking of like, you know, when you're playing a puzzle, uh, trying to, um, husband and I, we, we had a puzzle on our table once, um, a few months ago during the pandemic, you know, everybody was trying to find something to keep us from going mad. And we had puzzle. And I remember, you know, there was this piece that had purple in it. And that's my favorite color, right? And I was just focusing on this one piece because I wanted this purple spot to fit into this one area. And I was turning it and twisting it and back and flipping it, trying to do my best to make it fit in the spot that I wanted it to fit. And, and, and it didn't fit. It didn't work. All right? So the reality is, like the puzzle piece, our children, our co-workers, our bodies do not always operate to uh, according to the laws that we've set, um, you know, um, for it. We, we never know what's going to happen within our bodies. We never know what challenges lie ahead in our families, uh, in our relationships. And so we do our best to prepare and, and make sure that everybody's happy. But we can never say that this is a, it's going to go in exactly this linear uh, model or it's going to be exactly like this. We have to just... Um, have faith. You have to, have to have the faith and and be open to the spirit because the spirit does speak to us over and over again. And I had no idea that the spirit was in the loud speaking business until I realized that lately he'll speak to you if you actually shut your mouth up and listen. It's hard to listen, truly listen to the Spirit when we're so busy. And that's why sometimes, you know, we have situations in our our lives, and it certainly has been that case with me, where sometimes you, you, you can't help it. Your body just says, hey, I've had enough. And you flatten your back and you're forced to really listen. Well, I guess the smart thing right now is to try to make opportunities within the day where I can have that quietness and listen to the spirit so you don't you don't have to have a, an emergency to force you to listen to God's voice. We have to find that opportunity each day to see how the spirit is, is actually uh, guiding us, pushing us into a, in a particular direction, warning us about a situation reminding us of things that we really need to do, um, you know, making it, making the, the, um, the senses in our guts more sensible so that we know that we, we could be in danger. All of those things um, are happening on a daily basis, but we can be more in tune to them when we're not so busy, when we're not multitasking, or triple tasking or quadruple tasking, as in my case sometimes. 
when we allow ourselves to sit and just be present with what we're doing right now. So at this time, I just want to um, offer a prayer. Father, we come before you this evening in a special way. I want to pray especially for the families of all the the people who are facing adversity all around the world, and especially the people in Haiti. Pray especially for the kidnap victims, all of their families, people who've decided who've dedicated their lives to help people and now having to worry and and uh, and fear for their lives and the desperation and the um, the hideous crime of kidnapping somebody um, who are, who's trying to help and the people who are seeing all the country go from shambles to more shambles and, and trying to look for hope, look for hope in, in all of the destruction. We pray for peace. We pray for peace to finally come down on the island of Haiti, the first African nation, um, to black nation, to get their independence. We pray that the Lord somehow wakes up the, uh, the country, the people themselves, and also the international community to render some real help real help to the people uh, who are in need of help and those who are still trying to, uh, wanting to help, but just afraid for their own safety because of how the devastation that's happening. Uh, We pray that, you know, more resources be poured into these countries who, um, who have people just leaving and fleeing in groves because they're trying to to escape um, persecution, poverty, etc. You know, um, gang violence, um, you name it. And so, Lord, uh, we pray in a special way for, um, you know, Haiti today. And we ask you to, to remind us to find quiet periods in our day where we can sit in the still stillness of that place. Sit. And allow your spirit to guide us to what it is you really want us to do. Guide us so that we can follow your path. Your path, which is always right. There's no gray. It's always right. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you subscribe to the Spark and have a blessed evening.